my goodness, my goodness. What a night at NRG Stadium in Houston. And we are back to recap all of it immediately after it is done here on the Nation's College Basketball Show and Podcast. It is college basketball coast to coast. Glad that you're with us. However, you have found us on the TuneIn channel by the name College Basketball Coast to Coast or in podcast form on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Incredible night, incredible drama here in Houston, Texas. And I've got T.C. Martin of the T.C. Martin Show in Las Vegas. Tyler Jones of the Jones Report hanging out in Houston. And also Deshaun Tate with 92.9 The Game in Atlanta and Tate's Take, the podcast. Gentlemen, incredible opening game. Let's begin with the fantastic finish for San Diego State and their come from behind win over Florida Atlantic. Doctor, we'll begin with you first. San Diego State had them all the way. <laughs> San Diego State gets the uh, buzzer beater from uh, Lamont Butler, the only lead of the second half, TJ. The only lead they had in the last hour and 45 minutes. Insane that FAU let this one get away, but uh, credit to San Diego State for keep grinding and grinding despite missing a ton of free throws down the stretch. If uh, you're an FAU fan, you got to feel bad uh, for the Owls in this one. Uh, thought they were going to pull it off, and then uh, San Diego State uh, gets it at the buzzer. Crushing way to end it, but you got to credit the Aztecs. Tyler Jones, you were saying for about 90 seconds during all of the timeouts, this is going to be a buzzer beater. <laughs> this is going to be a buzzer beater. You got your buzzer beater, brother. I did, and I also said about 10 minutes into the game, this feels like it's going to be an all-time classic. So uh, I had the forecasts going uh, across my magic wall. But with that said, incredible showing. San Diego State never gave up. I know that we'll probably talk about the officiating was a little too ticky-tack. Big 12 fans are used to that with John Higgins over the years. But with that said, Florida Atlantic all game long was punching San Diego State in the mouth. San Diego State was punching back, and finally they got that knockout blow. Sean Tate, crazy sequence at the end where FAU had gotten the lead by three. San Diego State got a hoop, and now the whole question of do you foul, do you let it play out? FAU takes a couple of timeouts, and the Aztecs got one more stop. Everybody's going to go crazy on the last second shot, but the stop led to the last second shot. It did, and you know what? Well, you you definitely have to you know credit San Diego State. They that they knew that at a certain point in time of this game that they were going to have to rely on their defense if they wanted to make a run and 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 find something to put together on the offensive end. It always has to start with defense. When you start talking about winning championships, which is what everybody's here for, it always has to start with defense because that's what defense is going to lead you to. I I, I'm, I still have the goosebumps a little bit, TJ, and still kind of mouth wide open and whatnot, but. Listen, I mean, Florida Atlantic is starting to look like we're going to be calling Dusty May Dusty March in a second, but uh, San Diego State and the Aztecs found a way to put a stop to that. Doctor, you were on hand at the Mountain West Conference Tournament and the title win for San Diego State. I then saw them right after that in Orlando. What has this team found down the stretch of the season that has continued all the way into Houston and all the way to Monday night? It's a calmness, coolness that, that's been San Diego State forever under Steve Fisher, under Brian Dutcher. This team never gets rattled. They've got you know seven seniors on this roster, and you can even see when they were get down by 14, they just never missed a step. They continue to have that composure, even when the technical foul was called. They were calm, cool, collective. So, you know, you know, credit to the Aztecs, uh, no doubt about that. But I, I want to hit one thing that Deshaun said. I'm going to take the other side about FAU. FAU gave that game away on the last possession. The two timeouts that they took, 
it looked like Destiny May had no answer out of that, out of that timeout, out of that huddle. They didn't get a quality shot. They had nothing really going on, and it seemed like they were playing against the clock in, in the final minute, minute and a half of this game. So, you know, again, I think it's a shame for FAU. I'll give San Diego State all the credit in the world. This is what they do, do TJ, TJ. They win ugly all the time. They miss free throws. They shoot a low percentage. Yeah, they play defense, but they were outplayed tonight for 30, 38 minutes of this game. But still, they got the win. Elijah Martin Valiant, 27 points in the loss, but San Diego State made the plays. Uh, final quick thoughts here on semifinal number one. Tyler Jones, you first. It's a classic in a semifinal game that San Diego State survived and wins. Yeah, and you look at this San Diego State team all season long, it's been about survival, right, and finding ways to win. It's not always pretty, but they find ways to get it done. You look back at the first half, and what was it? They gave up 40 points in that first half, and that was more than they've given up the entire tournament, but yet they recovered and made the necessary adjustments. And this team, you look at the Alabama game, for example, they trailed by double digits in that game found a way to come back and respond. So credit where credit's due for this team making the necessary adjustments. Florida Atlantic, I didn't feel like, made the adjustments that they needed to, that they were playing too comfortable and didn't adapt accordingly. And San Diego State comes away with winning this terrific basketball game, one of the all-time best we've seen here. Yeah, certainly in recent memories, a tremendous semifinal. Again, bookends because Chris Jenkins won the Villanova game in this building in 2016 on the last second three. Now the next Final Four game, the semifinal game, is a last-second shot by Lamont Butler at the buzzer to win it for the Aztecs. Okay, I kept tapping my man Tate's take hoops and saying, are they building a condominium with all these bricks, San Diego State at the foul line, yet they overcame it at the end of the game, despite making it agonizingly worse by missing the free throws. I guess we got to credit them a little more for that. Absolutely. I mean, listen, when you miss those kind of free throws, especially in critical time uh, that they did, uh, you know, you, you're never out of the game, especially for San Diego State. Uh, like like TC was saying, you know, winning ugly a lot of times, liking to muck it up, looking like it was going to come down to a, a, you know, one possession game. And that's just how they like to win their basketball games. Uh, free space on the bingo card is what I like to call it. If you can't hit those, then you're in some you're 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 in some trouble. But they found a way to overcome that. Obviously we don't, you know, know we know that they can't afford to be in that position again no matter who it is that they may play. And if this game is any indication on what we're about to get ready to see here in the in the second semifinal game. Uh, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that I have enough hair on my arms for all these goosebumps. Uh, it's incredible. One more time on Florida Atlantic, because the story's going to be San Diego State winning the game. But 35 wins. They had never been in the top 25. They had never won an NCAA tournament game. And like you said, Doctor, they got to 50, uh, what, uh, 39 minutes and about 58 seconds before they lost the semifinal. It's still a great year. This is crushing, but it's a great year for that program and has really put them on the map. You know, they weren't just happy to be here, and you can see that. And that's why it's a shame, because they seem like the better team tonight. Uh, you know, but San Diego State, you know, gets the victory. But FAU, hopefully, you know, they can shrug this off. They can come back and build a program here because uh, I'll tell you, I mean, I was kind of looking forward to seeing the Cinderella story continue, <laughs> especially the way they played a majority of that game tonight. Well, let me add one yes. point, too, as far as FAU goes. Think about this. You know, we're here. The coaches' convention's also going on right now. Most of the jobs in college basketball have all been filled. So, with that said, Dusty May's likely to come back. Right. Barring some 
something drastic between now and the next couple of weeks. So a chance to really build upon this year for that program and see where they can go from here. Huge opportunity, especially considering where their facilities are at and everything to really elevate that thing. And they're going to make a lot of money in terms of enrollment, donations, this attention they've gotten for the last three weeks are going to help them. Final thought, give me 30 seconds or so on FAU season that again comes to a gut punch end in Houston. For a roster uh, and, a, and a program that's starting, you know, only has one senior on the team and starting, no, you know, I think one junior, everybody else is sophomores or redshirt freshmen. Coming back, I mean, they're definitely going to be something to uh, want to keep your eyes and your ears open for FAU. Congratulations on an outstanding season. And only second time that they've made it to the NCAA tournament, I believe. Couldn't even tell you if there's ever been a single pro player from this program. They did themselves a, 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 a very great job on this entire tournament. But San Diego State one shot better. So that is semifinal number one. When we continue on college basketball coast to coast, we'll talk about semifinal number two, UConn and Miami. The conversation shall continue in a couple of moments. First, let's tell you about our friends at BetUS who want to give you, yes, you, a $50 free bet this weekend for the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight by using their online service. They're America's favorite sports book, and you want to take advantage of this offer. Get a free bet with our promo code BRACKET23. Bracket 23 gets you a free $50 bet for the NCAA tournament. You can really use it on anything you want, but why would you not use it on March Madness with all these Sweet 16 games, whether it's Alabama and San Diego State, Florida Atlantic, Tennessee, Xavier, Texas, Gonzaga, UCLA, UConn, Arkansas, on and on. A free $50 bet awaits you at BetUS. They've got outstanding coverage of all of the sports. They've been America's favorite sports book for going on 30 years. You bet you win. You get paid with BetUS. Free bet awaits you. Use our promo code BRACKET23 for that free bet. BRACKET23 gets you a free $50 bet for the March Madness coverage with BetUS. We are back in with semifinal number two in the books, and the UConn Huskies will join San Diego State in the national championship game on Monday night by virtue of a 72-59 win over the Miami Hurricanes as we're back here at Houston with T.C. Martin from the T.C. Martin Show five days a week, galactically famous in Las Vegas, Tyler Jones of the Jones Report podcast and also Deshaun Tate of 92.9 FM, The Game in Atlanta and the Tate's Take podcast. Always love the insight of you guys. All right, in semifinal number two, we did not get the dramatic finish, obviously, of game number one. TC, this UConn team just keeps rolling. You were in Vegas last weekend for their demolitions of Arkansas and Gonzaga. This continued for the most part tonight. Tell me what you saw. I uh, saw more of the same. Uh, this team is just uh, so strong defensively. Their length tonight definitely bothered Miami uh, from their guards' pr uh, perspective. But uh, this team is just, again, you know, calm, cool. They're deep. Uh, they can score inside, outside, and they're the most complete team in the tournament. So, uh, again, give Danny Hurley a bunch of credit uh, because, you know, their, their scoring is spread throughout. Just a really fun team to watch, fundamentally sound, and uh, they can get it done anyway. Tyler Jones, they hit their first three three-pointers. They rolled from there. What did you see out of Connecticut? Well, it all started with uh, Sunogo, who was – full of Sunoco fuel, you know, the, uh, all night long and starting off with, uh, you know, the 13 points there in the first 10 minutes, I believe it was, and he was just phenomenal and really got 
the offense going for this UConn team. And every time Miami made a run, we saw UConn respond and never really let that lead get in doubt. And so for a team, I thought that Danny Hurley did a really good job of managing this game of knowing when to substitute and trying to balance out when to keep his players in and keep them fresh at the right times. Uh, really good team win. UConn's been the most complete team this tournament. They looked that way again tonight. Amen on that. Deshaun Tate, some thoughts. I mean, Miami tried to close the 13-point gap at the half. They got all the way up to 20. But uh, really, I mean, they could not make threes. They could not defensive rebound, giving UConn second-chance points. What else did you see out of Connecticut? Yeah, it really just kind of almost kind of felt like anytime Miami wanted to make a run, it almost kind of felt like UConn was just – toying with them a little bit, you know, just to kind of see what you got kind of deal. Uh, the size differential was, I think, probably the biggest difference maker. The question was how would Miami deal with the size of not just Sonogo, but of Klingon, who's a, a seven-foot freshman. We um, have the answer. They didn't deal with it. Yeah, clearly at all. And you know what? And after after hearing a couple words that was sitting behind us about I'll go to jail for you, UConn probably should have <laughs> UConn probably should have went to jail for what they just did to Miami. And that, honestly, that was that it, it even seemed a little bit mild. I think that UConn. The feel or the vibe, the energy of it was that UConn probably could have poured it on a little bit more. Uh, TC, what he's referring to is not unlike in the old days of the Orange Bowl. If the Hurricanes started to lose, they were going to win the fight. We thought that was going to happen back behind us with some Hurricane fans and some UConn fans. It did not. Uh, back to Sonogo, 21 points, 9 of 11 from the floor. So just real quick, looking ahead to Monday, that's probably the biggest key. If he has a big night and San Diego State can't slow him down, that's enormous for UConn to win it all. Yeah, I mean, advantage UConn in every facet. Because, you know, San Diego hangs their hat on, on defense, but UConn checked the box there. Again, the depth that they have, UConn has better size. To, to me, you know, if San Diego State's going to come in here and do what they normally do and they want to play a game in the 60s, forget about it. It's all UConn. This is UConn Invitational. It's been that way since the last three weeks. And we saw that last weekend in Vegas, and they picked up right where they left off. Just very, very impressed with this team. And again, the final three-point shooting says 9 of 26, but they were somewhere around like 8 of 15 when it mattered the most, pouring it on. Tyler Jones, a thought now on Connecticut, looking to remain perfect in Texas. They are 7 for 7 in the 2000s in Texas, in San Antonio, Dallas, and Houston previously. Another win tonight with three national titles. They'll go for 8 for 8 Monday night. What is it about Texas and Connecticut? They got some figured out. And for me, more so, I look at just the path for UConn of the fact that you went from those days in the American where they start off so strong, win a national title, and then the way things faltered there uh, at the finish of, of Kevin's era there, then moving on to Danny Hurley here, what he's done to get them back to this point. Quite the story, UConn establishing, reestablishing themselves once again on the national stage. Big win tonight. Whether they win on Monday or not, this program's not going anywhere. Again, the last time the Final Four didn't have a number one seed in it was 2011. It was in Houston, where we are right now, and UConn won it. Deshaun Tate, we're 40 minutes away from history repeating itself if UConn can get this done. Give me a quick thought on San Diego State matching up with them, and, and how do you think they might match up with them? Yeah, obviously not not very well. Um, but listen, I mean, you got to try and do the all, capitalize on all the things that 
Miami tried to go out there and do but couldn't do. And I know that it sounds very easy, you know, uh, said than done. It sounds easy from the lazy boy chair, but you know, you got to get after all those little loose balls, every single little last thing. You got to get up and down the floor, go into the chest of the big men that they have for Connecticut and be that scrappy little team. You have to be a gnat. You know, you just kind of have to find a way to be around the ball. Isn't at all it time. fair that San Diego State is a better on ball defensive team and at least has hope for that reason, better than Miami at least? Absolutely. I think Miami hung its hat a lot this year on its offensive firepower, which is something totally different than San Diego State. We all un- overstand rather that. You know, they have to clearly show that they're balanced. They're a little bit more of a balanced team, uh, but they have the experience. They're starting four seniors uh, and, and, and a junior. I think that's something that'll help us from an ex- experience standpoint. But we know that they have to have a better showing and performance than what they did in the first semifinal game tonight. All right, fair enough. The doctor was wanting to leave, T.C. Martin, like halfway through the second half, and I was goading him, don't leave, you were right. UConn had it all the way. Go get, like, some food. Go get rested up. Go get the massage. Whatever you need to do, go see another Astros game. Just be ready to preview Monday night a little later in the weekend. Just checked all those boxes right there. You got it for me. All, all right. right. Thank you good. very much, guys. Appreciate all right, good it. enough. The Dr. T.C. Martin. Uh, final thought, Tyler Jones, before we head to Monday. Man, uh, San Diego State's got their work cut out for them. And you look at what this UConn team has done. We mentioned the most complete team in this tournament, San Diego State, not just playing for a national title, but this is a game that will have implications for generations for their program (laughs) with trying to get in the Pac-12, trying to get into the Power Five here. I think that this is a, a statement game to the nation, not only of trying to win a national title, but also to prove what they are as a program. A lot riding for both squads. I'm very intrigued to see how much that goes. Again, UConn has four national titles. San Diego State going for first. San Diego doesn't have a major championship in anything if they can go get this. Uh, One more time, Deshaun Tate, we're looking forward to Monday. You finally have calmed down after the buzzer beater. We're letting everybody know your heart rate is back under 100 after the buzzer beater by the Aztecs. And now we got to get ready for Monday night. One more time. Yeah, I know that it's not going to be, you know, uh, UConn versus Florida Atlantic, but it's still going to have a bit of a David versus Goliath feel to it being San Diego State. And, I mean, like uh, like he was saying, I, they clearly have their work cut out for them. But I'm not ready to – I mean, listen, they got to play 40 minutes just like those other guys have to play 40 minutes. And San Diego State has been a very consistent program. Clearly they're not Connecticut. They don't have the brand name and everything else. But you don't have to have that for those 40 minutes. You just got to be better than those guys. I don't think that Connecticut – as good as they have looked over the course of the tournament, and they don't give me Golden State Warriors of college basketball field. Fourth in the Big East, and that, exactly, and that kind of goes to my point. Um, but listen, I think that is going to be a great game on Monday, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. All right, great stuff from T.C. Martin, Tyler Jones, and also Deshaun Tate. I'm merely T.J. Reeves. We look forward to Monday night. It's UConn going for a fourth national title in Texas in the 2000s. A third different head coach, by the way. Jim Calhoun, Kevin Ollie, and now Danny Hurley. Can they get it on Monday or will Brian Dutcher's San Diego State team pull it off? We're going to find out. More coming this weekend. Again, thank you for finding us on the TuneIn channel, College Basketball Coast to Coast, as well as in podcast form, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. It is the nation's college basketball show. We'll be back to preview the national title game further before Monday night on College Basketball Coast to Coast.